the violence that liberated Stalwood Fortress from the zealous Remo and his cohort of disciples from the Church of Her, the travelers find themselves in an uncommon moment of peace. The newly formed Concord of Research begins experimenting with the powers of the beacon who idles in the depths of the keep, broadcasting messages through its mysterious telepathic abilities. They spread an invitation to all who crave knowledge, and it is heard across the Forsaken Lands. Soon, they are joined by many artificers who, like Gregor the Savant and Rita, tinker with wondrous arcane machines. The Darkblades and Crowsden revel in the aftermath of their recent gory execution. They have received a bountiful gift from an appreciative stranger, filling their coffers with copious ether, funds that will be used to pursue their chaotic endeavors. They also begin to distribute the first of the fetid crow's talons to their newly found members, symbolizing their expanding brotherhood within the shadows. Zell, the cartographer, emerges from his chambers to deliver a new map. It shows several westward destinations, and is the first time many of the pilgrims have glimpsed any part of the Forsaken Lands beyond the fields surrounding the Church of Her. He places it on a great ancient stone table that depicts the two, revealing the enormity of the world through its emptiness. So, I have been able to finish a map of your last travels. You may find it on the ancient stone of this world. As you explore, I will be able to better describe this world to you. <laughs> Our wonderful partnership we have, isn't it? You will soon realize how much of this world still exists to explore. I won't be able to take you to your next destination yet. That Rita is working on something for the Grand Elevator. She had forbid anyone else from coming near. I cannot believe some people. Arrogance, I tell you. There is so much more of these forsaken lands that have yet to be discovered than any could have imagined. 
Rita addresses the travelers as they marvel at the map and stone. She expresses apprehension once more for her newfound freedom and lets them know fragments of her broken memory are slowly returning. As questions about the traveler's widening world arise, she speaks briefly of far-off places not yet contemplated by the pilgrims. There is an empty valley beyond the fortress that leads to a dangerous and volcanic realm and a wondrous world to the northwest that houses a beast of insatiable appetite that she calls the glutton. It becomes clear that though her mind is not what it once was, in her time, Rita had come to know a tremendous amount about the Forsaken Lands. She tells the pilgrims that operation of the Grand Elevator is among the many things she hopes to help them with and will make substantial improvements to its capabilities. It's her hope that it will be the vessel that carries the pilgrims wherever within the world they wish to visit. Ah, oh, you wish to travel beyond this place? Very well. I know that you are still early on in your journey. I wonder what the glutton is doing right now. What a funny beast with a tremendous appetite. She was quite an adorable creature. You know, I created the Grand Elevator. That is the one memory that is still clear in my mind after all of these years. Ah, oh, Gregor. You were so happy at that time. But I must add that there is an additional location available to you that was locked away. In my time it was an empty valley, leading into the volcanic lands of the north. It was never explored. But perhaps you have interest in it. So, where do you wish to go? For now, the pilgrim settles on a journey to Crowsden to collect the body of Eula and to placate the growing demand of the Darkblades who wish to see the many attend their rituals. The journey is carried on foot and takes several travelers past the Church of Her once again. As they move over its grounds, a great beam of light emanates from the chapel pointing towards the southwest, away from their destination. Is it a guidance or a warning? None know or stray from their present course. Along the way, Darrow from the Concord of Research sends a courier to the Crow's Den, seeking an unnamed beauty he knew that dwelled within their ranks. He writes to her, professing a great love, a strong forgiveness, and an intense desire to reunite. He receives a message, back while en route, delivered by a crow. It is simple and promising. I remember you. Please meet me at Crow's Den. Darrow's heart is filled with confidence but all those around him continue to urge caution. 
There is little room for hope within the forsaken lands. And without hope, love has no space to blossom. Instead, it falters, fated to the one true constant of this place. We are all going to die. This broadcast has been brought to you by the Concord of Research. Written by King Offling, vocal narration by Gina, mix and edit by Pandera. We are all going to die as a Creative Commons project. For more information, find wagdie underscore ETH on Twitter. Follow more current updates and discussion on our other podcast, Wagdie Weekly, available now on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for listening, Traveler.